Welcome to the Momxiety Club podcast. I'm your host, Tori Levine, a former mental health worker with degrees in psychology and criminal justice, so I know the importance of keeping calm in a difficult situation. But when I had my kids, I found myself full of anxiety. One day, everything clicked and I made a commitment to own my anxiety so it doesn't own me. And that's why I started the Momxiety Club podcast. Each week, we'll discuss the ups, the downs, and anxieties of motherhood. So join me and let's get rid of this momxiety together. Hey, welcome to episode 12 of the Momxiety Club. And welcome back to the Let's Talk About series. Last week's episode was all about the pelvic floor and pelvic floor contractions or kegels. And this week we are diving into the gap. That is the gap between your abdominal muscles known as diastasis recti. Cue the confetti. Uh, If this is your first episode, you will definitely want to head back and listen to episode 11 on the pelvic floor and episode 9 with Dr. Nazanin Silver, uh, who is a psychiatrist, formerly an OBGYN who specialized in pelvic floor repair and surgery. So we got a little bit into how that causes anxiety in that episode, as well as episode 10 with Megan Bell, who shared about her experiences postpartum, including tears and kind of the taboo that it was caused a lot of anxiety and isolation because who did she have to talk about uh, this to? Not really anybody and not, not really anybody was talking about it. So that is why last episode was all about the pelvic floor and core. And this one is about diastasis recti because diastasis recti, the separation of your abdominal muscles, which you will hear about a little bit later, uh, is really connected to your pelvic floor. Your transverse abdominals are connected to your pelvic floor and they work together in this nice, big, happy family. So So where do I have this knowledge from, you may be asking? Well, uh, after I had my first son, I started something called Babies at the Bar, and it was all about having a community to get you through new motherhood, to feel like you weren't alone, as well as really I found this, I had this passion for learning for myself as well as teaching other moms safe ways to exercise because I was seeing all this get fit, get your body back type of messaging. And that just didn't click with me. And I, through my Pilates training and being a dancer, I knew all of that deep inner core work was really helpful. So I became a pre and postnatal exercise specialist and learned all about that and added all of those things into babies at the bar classes. So over the past five years, specializing in pre and postnatal bar and Pilates, I've met many women who have anxiety about pelvic floor issues and pelvic floor and core issues with like that mommy pooch or those types of things that are just called. All right. I just want to thank you for listening. The Anxiety Club podcast hit a milestone since the last episode air, and that milestone is that we hit 500 downloads. This was, this is very exciting for me, a mom who started the podcast with the thought that it could help maybe one other mom and me as well doing this, but this is incredible. 
Thank you so much for listening and sharing with your new mom friends. And I hope you continue to find value and share with your friends. And I want to give a little shout out to Lindsay, one of the Anxiety Club members, because when I posed the question on social media about questions that anybody has about diastasis recti or what they do um, to help heal their diastasis, she shared uh, that she loves doing mommy bar classes as well as doing her core and physical therapy exercises at home on her own. So great job, Lindsay, and great job to everybody else who is out there doing your PT exercises at home or just doing your exercises on your own. All right. So what is diastasis recti, you may be asking? Well, as I said before, diastasis recti is the separation of the rectus abdominis muscles, you know, your abs, those six-pack abs that you uh, generally think of when people are saying, do crunches, do sit-ups, blah, blah, blah. Sometimes you hear it discussed as split abs, mummy tummy, mommy pooch, and there's a million other things that it can be called. Uh, Some amount of diastasis is common in pregnancy and postpartum due to um, what happens with your body. And it is much more likely in subsequent pregnancies. This occurs because the relaxin hormone that is created in our body, the hormone that helps our connective tissues, joints, and ligaments loosen and widen so that baby can be born, also weakens the fascia or the connective tissue that holds together the two rectus abdominal muscles. So those two, you know, your six-pack abs, if you want to call it. So I have some very crude rudimentary drawings that I did that are up on the Mommy Bar blog, and I will link to that below in the show notes so you can go get a look at what I'm talking about right now if you're more of a visual person. So uh, the ideal image or how your amateur abdominals should be ideally is that there's you you see almost like an eight pack that you don't have to see them <laughs> through your stomach uh, but there are eight four on one side four on the other there's only a teeny tiny little separation um, in between them and that's because these are detailing the muscles not the fascia that connects them so Ideally, you have little to no separation between uh, your right side and your left side, which is zero. So in technical terms, it's zero to two finger widths apart. If you've had a C-section, you have an opening below your navel. In the C-section, they have to cut your abdominal muscles in order to get to your uterus to get baby out. You will require extra care and attention because there will be, you'll have had surgery and there will be separation there that you have to work on healing. And you can have a diastasis above your belly button, below your belly button, or completely from the top, from like your rib cage down to your pubic bone. So there are many different ways that a diastasis recti can appear. And that's also how it can heal too. There's not a one straight path to it. 
So diastasis occurs due to the widening and thinning of the connective tissue between your abdominal muscles, which comes from the hormone relaxin, which changes your soft connective tissue. And pressure created against your abdominals from your growing uterus is what causes that separation or basically like the fascia to tear. And another example I give when I'm teaching uh, babies at the bar instructor courses. Uh, so I'm teaching exercise instructors about pre and pro- postnatal uh, workouts and the body is I say, imagine you have a rock with one fist, you take your other hand and you put it over your fist. And what you do is eventually whenever you're doing a crunch or you're bending over, or even just because as your uterus is growing and you're connective tissue can only stretch so much, baby and uterus are going to win out because they're stronger and that connective tissue is going to thin through and pop, you know, if depending on how large baby gets. And that is where you get a diastasis. Again, I'll link to a video of me explaining this more in the show notes so you can see it if you're more visual. So how do you heal diastasis, you ask? Well, you have to modify exercises and modify even how you get up from bed. You don't want to be doing any type of normal or traditional abdominal exercises like crunches, sit-ups, those things right away. And planks really depend on your ability to be able to engage and stabilize your core and transverse abdominals, um, which are those innermost corset muscles, I like to call them, when you are exercising. So there is a very, very wide range of things that you should and should not do. And that's why it's very important to see a pelvic floor physical therapist. Now, why you say, why pelvic floor? Well, because a pelvic floor physical therapist knows, is more knowledgeable on how the pelvic floor and transverse abdominals work together as a happy family, like I said up at the beginning of the show. Or you also want to make sure if you're going to uh, workout classes or workout one-on-one with an instructor after having your baby and during pregnancy, you want to make sure that they are very knowledgeable in pre and postnatal um, anatomy and physiology. And I also like to say, if if you are seeing a personal trainer or somebody at the gym teaching a class, and they are not aware of changes that need to happen, or they say, oh, no, you don't need to go see the doctor or you don't need to go see a physical therapist, I would ask somebody else. Yes, I work with people all the time with diastasis and pelvic floor issues, but if I think they need more help, I tell them to go to a specialized physical therapist. I always tell them to go there first and if they have any questions. All right, that's my rant. So, okay. Back to how to fix your diastasis. There are safer ways to target your core muscles, which include exercises that are done with a neutral spine. So if you're standing up, your shoulders are over your hips or over your knees or over your ankles, your pelvis is not tucked. And um, that's very common 
post-pregnancy. I call it mom stance. And you, if you're on the floor, a neutral spine means you're not lifting your head up to do like a crunch or sit up, anything like that. Your head is staying down. You, there also are very simple exercises that you can do right after having baby, as long as you're comfortable, which I call squeezes. It's like haggle and pulling your, wrapping your abs together, <laughs> marches, leg slides, and some other uh, exercises that are along those lines. Uh, left untreated diastasis recti often leads to lower back pain, instability of the pelvis, and then some that can also then later on lead to issues with your pelvic floor. If you are wondering what some of these exercises are, there is a link in the show notes, or you can go to join.momsietyclub.com and sign up to get on our email list, which you will then get the top three exercises that you should know postpartum. Something I tell moms all the time when I'm speaking at mom's groups uh, or at conventions is that the six-week postpartum checkup at your OBGYN, make sure that they check you for a diastasis. Two pregnancies, I was never checked. The majority of the clients that I have worked with have never been checked. You know, they you go in and you get checked. Your pelvic floor gets checked. You see if there's stitches, any tearing, those types of things. But that's all that they're they're looking at. So if you want to see if you have a diastasis, ask your OBGYN. And I now this all depends on your insurance, but I would ask if they recommend any specific pelvic floor physical therapists to go and see. I know here in Pennsylvania where I am, I was able to go to a physical therapist who will be speaking on a future episode, but I was able to go see a pelvic floor physical therapist without having a doctor's referral. I was able to go for however many sessions and then she was able to say, okay, I think you need to stay longer. And then I was able to get a doctor's referral. So along the lines of being checked at your six-week postpartum visit, you may be cleared to exercise, but you want to make sure that you're easing back into your exercise regimen. Uh, you don't want to cause any further damage. Just because the doctor says you're ready to start exercising, you have to remember that it took you nine months, really 10, to grow a baby and your body changed. <laughs> and as as Megan Bell said in episode 10, you know, Either having a C-section or giving birth vaginally is not something that we do every single day. So <laughs> we have to let our body heal from that. And a lot of the times it can take nine plus months to get everything back in order so we can even feel like we have a semblance of a pre-pregnancy body. Not even We're not even talking about hardcore workouts that you may have done pre-pregnancy. I want you to strengthen your pelvic floor, your transverse abdominals, heal any diastasis so that you're able to do everything you want to and take care of baby and crawl around with baby and not have to run to the bathroom because you're feeling like you're having accidents. All those different types of things that can come from diastasis and pelvic floor issues. 
I want you, mom, to feel the best that you can because I don't want anything in your body making you feel insecure or worried or anxious because you have to have your mental health in order as well as your physical health to take care of baby. That's another thing that Dr. Silver mentioned, you know, we have to have our mental health in order to take care of our babies. All right. I am just passionate about this topic, uh, pre and postnatal fitness topic and all of the anatomy that goes along with it. So I apologize if I could ramble on forever, but just want to inform you. Now, I had mentioned there's different things that you should be doing working out-wise as well as just throughout your daily life when you're getting out of bed, when you're getting up off of the couch, those types of things. If you are lying on your back, you do not want to do a sit-up to get up. What you want to do is you want to roll over on your side, take your hands, press yourself up sideways, keeping that belly button pulled in nice and tight, and then you'll get up to a seated position and then you can stand up. So if you're lying down on your bed, don't just sit straight up in bed, roll over to your side and press yourself up. The same thing as when you're going to lie down, sit down, roll yourself down to the side. Don't roll yourself down on your back. Let's wrap up this episode. Oh, wrapping. That reminds me postpartum wrapping. I get that question a lot from pregnant women, if they should be doing something postpartum, like the corset binding types of things. There's different ways that people use almost essentially baby carriers to wrap their abdominals after birth. There's pros and cons. And I'm going to ask this as when I talk to uh, Ashley, the pelvic floor physical therapist, uh, when she comes on. But in my humble opinion, the pros are, yes, they help you that, that binding, that tightening of whatever you have around your stomach assists you if you're having a hard time finding those muscles, those transverse abdominal muscles, the wrap around corset muscles, um, because that pressure can help you find them. That the cons though are that you will be using that wrapping, that corset, that binding, and your body will become used to it. And then it will not use the muscles it should be using. So anytime I had one of my kids in a carrier, I definitely would feel my core more. And that would be when I was wearing really essentially all the different ways. The only carriers I was not fond of were just like the over the head neck shoulder carriers that only use your shoulders and your upper back. I always used one with a soft structure carrier with a belt clip or an ambuhimo, which is for when the babies are older and they're high, high up on your back. But the soft structure carrier, when baby is teeny tiny, put them in that, have that belt nice and tight around you, have your straps nice and tight so that you can kiss baby. Um, baby shouldn't be hanging way down, but you should feel snug. Like there's an, like they are giving you a big hug with the carrier and you are giving them a big hug. If you just put your hands in front, 
But when I was teaching Mommy Bar for the membership today, I had Eli in the carrier and it was wonderful because he just sits there and presses into my core and really helps me engage those muscles a lot more. All right. So for our real wrap up now, what did you do for yourself today, Mama? Was it a rough day? Was it a good day? No matter what, I think it's really important. And what one of the things that is very um, essential with the Mom's Anxiety Club is that you do something little for yourself every day, whether it be going to the bathroom by yourself, whether it be sitting down and looking at your phone for one minute, whether it be going and sitting in your room for a little bit by yourself taking a walk, even with the kids in the stroller, taking a walk, just going outside. There's so many different things uh, and this that can be self-care that are realistic self-care. Was your realistic self-care today finding your transverse abdominal muscles and your pelvic floor muscles? Was it going outside and taking a walk while engaging your core and pelvic floor? Or was it something completely different? Could it have been your therapy session if you were able to see a counselor? Sometimes that is my self-care. Is it just having a minute to listen to the podcast or listen to something else or watch a TV show? I want to hear from you. I love hearing from you about what your self-care was for the day. You can call 717 Four six one two two eight three, and leave a voicemail, or you can email a voicemail, or just email me at hello at momsietyclub.com, and there are links, and that number is down in the show notes. So thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, share, and follow the Momsiety Club on social media at Momsiety Club. That's M O M X I E T Y Club. So if you like what you heard, please share with a new mom friend or two. And if you have Apple Podcasts and you'd like to re- and you're you'd like to leave a rating and review, that would be wonderful. I really do appreciate that because that helps get this out in front of more moms. All right, so you're going to go out there and you're going to engage your transverse abdominals and go back and listen to the last episode if you haven't and learn about how to properly do a pelvic floor contraction because The pelvic floor and transverse abdominals all work together. This is a great thing that you can do while you're driving in the car, sitting watching TV, uh, nursing or feeding the baby, or when you're getting ready for bed at night. Just take a nice inhale, exhale, pull your belly button in, tight your spine, and feel like your rib cage and your sides are wrapping around to the front. And there you have it. You have engaged your transverse abdominals and done a squeeze. So that is your homework for this week. I cannot wait to hear where you are practicing your squeezes and what self-care you have done for yourself this week. And I would love to see you in a mommy bar, momsiety club class when you are ready to join. When you're ready to work on your core and pelvic floor, head to join.momsietyclub.com to get your free download and also get information on how to work with me, either through the Momsiety Club membership or one-on-one online.
I cannot wait for you to join us. The Momxiety Club podcast is not intended to take place of medical advice or therapy. If you are in crisis, call your local emergency number or the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-TALK.